0: The priest of the Israelites. Mike, 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 Mike. Ah, check, 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 check. Ah, ha, ho, ha, ha, he ha, ho, ha. He needs bees like cocks eat seeds. <laughs> <laughs> He fucks chickens and is a criminal. (laughs) (laughs) He's Abraham.
1: And he's your new father of the nation. (laughs) (laughs) These are vocal warm-ups. Ah, ah. Oh, hey, this is the first episode where we can say the name, I guess. That's exciting. That's true. What's the name? Smite Me. It is Smite Me. Hey, Smite Me. Okay, um... Cool. Well, what is up world? Welcome to Smite Me, a Torah podcast. It is the podcast where we give the Torah, the Old Testament, the good book, one last chance. I'm Josh. Yes indeedy. I am John. And I'm Ayani. And we're a boy band.
2: (laughs) We're a boy band called Smite Me. Um, Yeah. So every week we, or you know, every episode, we um, read a portion of the Torah And we talk about it like we're a little book club.
1: Everyone center your fucking chakras because we're in for a wild ride. (laughs) Um, So we like to kick things off by talking about the things that if we had done them or if there was a real God, we would get smited for. Um, The Old Testament God's pretty mean. Seems to do a lot of destroying people for no reason. This week, actually just earlier this afternoon is when I did my big offense. I went to this kind of famous surfing beach called Trestles. Um, and I don't know if you guys know this about surfers, but there's this whole streak of kind of territorialism about them. People will get in a fist fight because an out of towner comes to their surf spot and surfs at it. And people who do that are called kooks. They're just like bad surfers or whatever, you know, out of towners or something. Um, And so as I'm walking into this place as an out-of-towner, a kook, I'll admit it, there's full-on graffiti on the ground that says kooks go home and like (laughs) turn around and, you know, someone, there was some sign that was like, you know, like strong current in the waters and then someone graffitied shark infested over it. Um, It was pretty funny. I don't know. It gave me the vibe of someone writing like girls keep out over their uh, tree house. I don't know. I just, I find the whole thing kind of laughable. Not that I like love, you know, stupid tourists or anything, but. It's just like, hey, I'm not going to fucking punch someone about a wave. Is this at all? Does that happen in Point Break? That's kind of my, my you know, touchstone for surfer culture.
0: One. Wait, I'm still wondering what you did, Josh.
1: Yeah, oh, I just went to this beach. They warned me you coops think go home. that was a smiteable offense? I think so. I mean, God would be on the side of like the pissed off middle-aged men who claim a certain beach. And then someone <laughs> someone who doesn't That's... really know the deal on this beach just shows up and is like, hmm, seems like a nice beach. And God's like, yeah, I should have known. I'm going to turn you into a pillar of salt. I mean, I don't know. I think from
0: everything we've sort of talked about so far, he seems to be very much into the idea of
1: interloping into other people's areas and just being like, "Oh, is this mine now." Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I I feel like that's the only true. thing I would have to do, and we'll probably get into this in the main body of the thing, but I would have to just say I was somebody's sister instead of their wife, and then uh, yep. then then everything would be fine for me. That's the Fucking ultimate foolproof plan. Yeah, it's true. It's Works never gone wrong. Time. The old All right, sister so trick. You... Yeah. You so anyway, I just I was not, I was a kook at Trestles. One quick question: How is kook spelled? Like cook? K O O K. Okay. Yeah, that's. It's hmm. very close
0: to another word.
1: But it's like at this point, most of the surf spots in California are on an app. That you can just see them all. So it's like the kind the oh spot's God. already been blown up. Is the
2: app spell is the app called kook, but it's spelled like K and then a U with a little thing over it? <laughs> and another K? Uh
1: no, it's called Surfline, but like, you know. It it definitely enables kookism. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, hugely, okay,
2: so. you were a kook. That yeah. um Iona, did you do anything sp- smiteable this week?
1: I don't know for sure, but I think well, that's the whole point. You never know for sure until that lightning bolt's yeah. coming down. <laughs> that's and you're true. You're like, oh wow, guess it was. I had a, I had a pretty mellow week overall.
0: I kind of just played music, and I mean, I'm sure most of the music I play is sort of not appropriate in the eyes of the Almighty. Um, mm, mm-hmm. Did you play WAP? <laughs> no. Although, um, you know. Why not? I don't think he'd be into that song either. I don't know. I think mostly thought crimes. I think if the God Secret Police were to brain probe me like the aliens eventually will, I think they're not going to be completely uh, happy about what they find in there. But to be fair, neither am I. So What
1: uh, What thought crimes did you commit, think?
0: Uh, a friend of mine sent me something, and I'm, I, I really like history. I'm not a historian, but I do really like history about... Um, our old friend Crassus at the sort of end of the Roman Republic, who was really good friends with the guy who would become Caesar, Julius, um, and how he was like super, he was basically like the richest man in the world at that point. Um, and I have a known hatred for the other richest man in the world, Jeff Bezos.
2: Yes. Um, recurring theme.
0: And uh, basically the way Crassus died is after Julius Caesar was uh, assassinated and kind of Rome went into turmoil all these people who he'd kind of wronged but couldn't do anything about it because he was not only the richest person and back then you could just buy armies but um, back then was also real you, I mean you can't now just saying but but that was but that but like now it's shady yeah, like oh right, that, yeah, they have to sort have to of operate it. in gray yeah. areas whereas like yeah but back then it was like that was how things were done so was your thought crime being mad at them? No, well, he died because a big mob, which was also pretty common back then, basically took him in and melted a bunch of gold and fucking poured it down his throat. Um, <laughs> as ever, ever <laughs> That'll such, do it. Ever such to the uh, soulless capitalist. Um, wow, That's And I thought awesome. to myself um, that if I could get a network on board, <laughs> that it would be the television event of Possibly the most Like David Blaine, pay-per-view. Yeah. Everybody comes in, like people all around the world, and they're not exactly sure. They know it's some kind of speech, quote-unquote, that Jeff Bezos is mm-hmm. going to give, but it turns out he's just brought out in chains, bloodied. And then someone basically takes, I don't know, maybe like the pulp from a thousand Amazon boxes and
1: just pours it down his throat until he suffocates.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I would say that. uh
1: Yeah. And seeing as we've already established that God is, like, pro-cop, pro-landlord, he's obviously pro-Jeff Bezos. Clearly. Um, So, yeah, you get get smote, for sure.
2: What about you? Um, Okay, (laughs) this is another take on it, but I, okay, I was driving to the East Bay the other day. Like, as I was getting on the bridge, like, a few cars in front of me started to, like, slow down and, like... It like seemed like they were doing they were like doing it in synchronicity to get everybody to slow down. And then some dude in a Mustang just started like <laughs> like going crazy, like doing like figure eights and like Oh, doing a sideshow? Doing a sideshow. Fuck yeah. yeah, I love that shit. <laughs>
3: That's awesome. Um,
2: so On the Bay Bridge. Uh yeah. Wow! So, nice. I guess I two smiteable offenses. One wow. was um, that I was dumb enough that at first when it was happening, I was like, "I, I was like, oh shit, that guy's car is spazzing out. I hope somebody helps him." <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then, Dude, be
1: chill. Otherwise, you gotta be. chill. And then my
2: my other. My other smiteable offense was that, so the first time it happened, nobody honked, and then it happened again, and everybody started honking, and I was one of the people who honked. So I guess, you know, the the book teaches slowness to anger, and I, I let anger get the best of me, because um, they were <laughs> trying to do a damn sideshow.
1: Slowness to anger for us, not for God. That's true. Well, yeah. He's on a hair trigger at all times. He's like a parent with a young child on a flight, just ready to pop off. You know, I will say that I, I
0: remember learning that supposedly God has, like, a ton of facets and is sort of unknowable, not just because it's, like, sometimes a loving God, sometimes a jealous God, all that, mm-hmm. you know, and Haunana. but I definitely <laughs> want to add to the list, um, perhaps it's all-encompassing, but uh, mercurial. Yeah, It's definitely
1: so. a trait What's of that the, mean? uh, that means, like, constantly shifting. yeah. I was thinking, you know how there's that expression uh, going postal? Yes. Like just people going working at the post office going nuts and shooting their post or their coworkers. I was thinking going Old Testament could kind of be another just like to capture that mercurial energy of God, just like mean, full of vengeance, kind of arbitrary, um, petty tyrant. Yeah,
0: and then a couple times also being like, all right, well, fine, I guess I won't destroy the whole thing.
2: All right, I'm gonna jump into a, a summary of babies. this passage. Summarize with those summarize. All right, um, three angel <laughs> men, three angel men visit Abraham, and he is super hospitable to them. They tell him, him and Sarah, that she will soon give birth to a baby boy. They then leave to go to Sodom, and God appears to Abraham and tells him he's about to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Abraham bargains with God and convinces him not to destroy those cities if he can find at least ten righteous people in them. Um, meanwhile in Sodom A couple of angel men visit Lot And he welcomes them into his house An angry mob appears outside of Lot's house And insists on giving the angel men An authentic Sodom experience By sodomizing them um,
1: I went to Sodom and all I got was Well yeah. I can't and print that on the of it. t-shirt Yeah
2: it's like, it's, In my head it was the equivalent of like Well you went to Philly and you didn't get a cheesesteak <laughs> Right Right like, uh, you went to Sodom and no one, no come one on. put it in your aunt? Come on um, So yeah, the Sodomites <laughs> try to bust down the door But the angel men smite them with forever blindness And then they tell Lot to leave Sodom So he flees with his family But as they are leaving, his wife looks back And turns into a pillar of salt Then Lot goes to a cave with his daughters And they get him drunk and have sex with him And get pregnant And that is where Moabites and Ammonites come from Back to Abraham. Abraham and Sarah travel through yet another land, this time called Gerar, where the king wants to take Sarah as a wife, so Abraham and Sarah lie and say they are brother and sister, only for the king to be told by God that Sarah is actually Abraham's wife. Then the king gives Abraham his wife back, along with a bunch of other free shit, including human beings. Um... Sarah finally gives birth to Isaac after being promised him so many times. After a few years, Sarah tells Abraham to kick a So while she's 98, by the way. When she's 98. After a few years... She tells, him to, she tells Abraham to kick Hagar and Ishmael to the curb to ensure that Isaac receives the entire inheritance, um, and Abraham agrees because God will make a great nation of Ishmael. And then a few years after that, God, God tells Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac, so he takes his son up on a mountain and prepares to sacrifice him, but then an angel appears and tells him not to, and to sacrifice a ram instead, and that God was only testing his loyalty. And that is what happened this That's, week that was lovely yeah
0: none of what you none, like, none of the stories, lovely but right. the yeah. summary was great yeah there's a lot there was a lot to cover a so lot here's cover a fun this, fact this just about me um as a as a poison in in this whole thing this was my torah portion when i was but
1: a wee lad and became oh, an, an adult do you have access to your bar mitzvah speech about it or like could you just break us off no some but I, of I, I remember I, analysis kind of consistent with the
0: way i feel now uh I didn't want to do the famous stuff because even as a 13-year-old, I could understand that the famous stuff is pretty horrible and pretty, yeah, hack, too. So I did it about the part where he goes to uh, Garar and does his fucking mixer for the, the second time, which I'll the say cla- again. He pulls
1: is, the old sister trick. He, he pulls does the it, old
0: Abraham. It's,
2: it's so interesting because the first time he does it, we are... You don't know what to make of it, but then the second time we're like, "Oh, he does this." Yeah, this the
1: first time thing. he does it for the uh, twelve it's million like, listeners at home, it's he's in Egypt and he's like, "Oh, you're not my wife, you're my sister." And then Pharaoh's like, "I think I want her as my wife," and then God curses Pharaoh, and he's like, "I, I didn't know."
2: And then he gives, and then he ends up having
1: to give Abraham a bunch
0: of free shit. Yeah, it is as is...
2: though. Have you guys seen Punch Drunk Love?
0: No. No,
2: well, okay. No, well then never mind that it is as though he figured <laughs> out that like you could buy you could go to walmart and like get a bunch of cans of soup with this with a certain discount or like coupon and then you could return them for the full value like it's like he figured out this flaw in the system where he that he could exploit but the system was like oh yeah if i just go to all go through all these lands and like yeah pimp out my wife and yeah, sarah's like,
1: the can of soup in this, <laughs> in this. Scenario. yeah i'm just gonna reiterate
0: what i did before which was not part of my uh bar mitzvah speech but this is not
1: how you meet people
2: <laughs> yep
1: yeah
0: you
2: know speak on it also it
1: just makes you wonder where he learned this trick because if he did it twice to the same effect that means he probably saw someone else do it oh
2: also another minor detail is he's when he's explaining himself he's like The guy's like, why did you say Sarah's your sister? And he's like, well, because I thought you would kill me. But also because uh, she is my sister. So, (laughs) fun fact, she is my half-sister. I'll admit, I forgot
1: about that detail. And that was kind of one of the first times I've been uh, really surprised by this whole book. I was like, (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) to to the point where I had to, um, I Googled it because I wanted to, I was like, am I understanding this right? Just because the writing is so bad, as we've mentioned.
2: Right, so by by him telling Pharaoh and telling this king that Sarah's his sister, it's it's not an outright lie. It's a lie of omission because he doesn't say mm-hmm. she's my sister and my wife. It's it's very much
0: the the Abraham playbook. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, it's like kind of some. Well, no, I was gonna say it's kind of some pickup artist shit. Not quite, but it's like
0: it's
1: just weird I feel like and it's another good example of how the men in the book we've encountered so far are sort of failing upwards like Abraham I don't know it doesn't seem that special like his so far his kind of main trait is like he just does this this sister trick his little like shell game (laughs) bamboozle the king move but, and yeah, and, like, I went back because I was like, why Abraham again? Like, why is he so cool? And then it just, like, it doesn't even really say why they chose him. It just sort of starts, like, and so God decided to make Abraham's kid yeah, as numerous as the stars in the sky. Yeah, they it's just so, kind of pick these guys, and then, I don't know. So, I love – I did – uh, I did back then,
0: not love, but this is like the better part of the story. But I don't want to skip over some of the other yeah. Fun, should juicy we, should bits we go back
2: to the beginning? In the beginning,
0: yeah. Um, because I definitely wanted to note that the very first line of this fucking chapter, they're like they t- they say, "Hey, so Abraham's resting at this place," and they tell us on the very very on the second episode, Josh, you were talking about how wild it is where they zoom in on detail and where oh, they. Uh-huh. Very 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 much zoom out
1: Yeah 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 just like no uh, sense of like What makes the story good
0: Yeah so immediately um, the way I am I read the in the first sentence there's this word Terebinth and mm-hmm. I was like I, I don't know what that is so I I looked it up He it's was a sitting by fucking, the terebinths of Mamre It's a fucking type of tree Uh huh They told us like hey he was sitting on this kind of tree Isn't that cool Yeah. <laughs> mm, it,
2: it, it might it's be like, like Maybe back then it was like a, yeah, a Kleenex versus tissue thing where it's like any tree, you're like, yeah, meet me motherfucking terebinth.
0: <laughs> well, no, I looked I looked it up. It's like a tree that they use to, to uh, make turpentine. Oh. Is this is kind of caustic, Yeah, caustic oil, which is good for all, all sorts of stuff. So it it falls into the category in my
1: mind of like, see, this is real.
0: Oh, right, no. yeah, we proved
1: it. I wouldn't believe this unless you told me what kind of tree he was sitting by. Exactly. But then I'll go or along how big with this the whole arc religion. Was. Yeah, exactly. How many qubits? Uh, yeah, no so qubit talk we, in this one, unfortunately. Should we just
2: start at the beginning with... Um, so, oh, also, I w- I've, I'm going to reference... I My mom gave me a book that's this study guide called... Let's see. It's called um, A Torah Commentary for Our Times. It's by Harvey J. Fields. When was it written? It was written in 1990, so... <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> for those times. They were simpler. <laughs> They sure were.
1: They weren't. but Think we're about the word market word. square in Sodom and Gomorrah, like the World Wide Web. Everyone's just <laughs> <laughs> just talking over <laughs> each other. You know, word spread by word of mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh,
2: not quite, but um. Not, uh, But so the story begins with these angels visiting um, Abraham and he's like, ooh, like, let me like wash your shoes and like kiss your little butt or whatever. And (laughs) so this study guide really like focuses on the fact that like this this is supposed to be like Abraham being like – It's like the supreme example of how to be a good host. You know what I mean? He's like, because there's all this, you know, there's all this talk of like welcoming the ne your neighbor and like welcoming travelers into your home. And so, I don't know. I don't know. I read
0: it actually. Like immediately, my initial reaction was, I don't know. There's no like mention of a passing of time, but. I read it as he's, like, recovering from from circumcising himself and is, like, kind of in no position to fight. Yeah,
2: that's what the book said, too, actually.
1: Oh, that's interesting, because that's how I I read it immediately. Um, Oh, I didn't even go that deep at all. I was just thinking, like, the Bedouins and, like, other desert people, like, you just have to show hospitality pretty much no matter what, because if you don't, the person coming to you will very likely die once they leave you. (laughs) You know, if, like, you kind of stumble in from the desert and you don't get food and water, like, you're just gonna kill someone by not being a good host i think the generous way to read it is like hey this is how we how we
0: should act to to everyone who comes to our midst but i think the more the more pragmatic way of looking at it is either hey this is how desert hospitality
1: works because it's it's harsh out here old-fashioned desert hospitality
0: or it's that hey i i i just cut a little bit of my dick and i'm in a lot of pain right yeah if they wanted to fuck me up they could totally do that. Oh, that's that's what you were thinking. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is he's recovering, so he sees these three strangers, and he doesn't know their intention, so he's immediately, like, it's not a bad idea in an uncertain time like that.
2: Yeah, but also, I kind of read it as, like, he, I feel like he knows that if God wants to, he can, like, send weird, like, fucking Mossad undercover agents to... <laughs> Like, go check in with him, you know? (laughs) So I feel like he's just any guests that are coming through who are like, we are three men. Could yeah, you yeah. help us to some bread? He's <laughs> yeah, like, right. of course, of course, yeah. I will help you to some bread. So he welcomes these angel men into his home. He's very good to them, and then they're they're like, you pass the test. They don't say that, but they're like, okay, we're gonna give you a baby. Which at this point, she's been told that she's gonna be given a baby so many times. What does that yeah. even mean to her? And she does it's like what fucking is again? And prayers.
1: Yeah, like my favorite. Always my favorite moments so far are when the characters in the story just fucking laugh in God's face because it's all so ridiculous. God accuses Sarah like, hey,
2: when I said that you were going to have a son, you laughed, and she gets scared, and she says, no, I didn't. And he says, yes, you did. I saw you, I and I heard you, and I'm God. So you laughed. I have it in my office. It's on a little document. Every time somebody laughs, it makes a little mark. So you laughed. Why are you lying to me? It's the same energy as... as like Adam and Eve hiding from God in the yeah. in the Garden of
0: Eden. It's like, what are you people doing? He's God. He's gonna fucking. Well, they seem to have some reason to believe it'll work. I guess. I mean, we should. I think this would be one of the the rare moments where we can be thankful in the story that maybe that she wasn't smoted, smited. True. For for actively laughing at this oh, yeah. God. But also, yeah. I don't think she was even laughing. I think she was just laughing at the
2: situation. Like, it I think is... I think it's God being super self conscious and being like, "Did you laugh at me? Did you say my idea is stupid?" She's like, "No, I'm laughing because it's fucking ridiculous that I'm gonna have a kid. Even if it's true, it's ridiculous. I'm gonna fucking shoot a baby out of my frail ninety eight year old body." Like, yeah, that's... <laughs> they don't shoot <laughs> out of Whoa. not at, not, not at ninety eight. They don't. <laughs> not at ninety eight. They fucking don't. I, I should not have anybody
1: yeah well anyway I just I will never stop cheering for people laughing at God in the face go Sarah except for Sarah kind of sucks too that's a shame like like I wish I could be like all the men are bad all the women are good and God's the real enemy but I feel like a lot of the people kind of suck in this hate hate to say it Sarah and neighbor deserve each other that's all, all I'm gonna say before we get to that section, there's and it's it is still part of that whole shitty like ah oh, look at these
0: women doing the women things who can right, understand like, them oh uh-huh. it's such a mystery
1: uh huh one one day they do this
0: one day they do that I noticed this fun thing while I was reading it that God kind of is speaking to no one in particular when he's talking about destroying Sodom and Gomorrah and his
1: plan yeah he has a little soliloquy that's fun
0: yeah and. I th- a line that really stood out to me was he's basically to preface it. He's talking about like, oh, like I'm gonna destroy Sodom and Gomorrah because of this, but I need to figure out if they've been quote unquote acting all together according to the outcry that has reached me. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. <laughs> I've been hearing things, but from who? Yeah, it's my question. <laughs> Yeah, from what kind weird, of gun-
2: from the fucking angels he sends around? Yeah, true. <laughs> but, but they agents. don't say
0: anything from, like, it, Yeah, Yeah, just you know like the outcry.
1: That makes it sound like yeah. a lot of people, because outcry like three people can't form an outcry. <laughs> yeah, is you know? he just talking? It's like a whole PTO saying, like, is like the buzz? minimum. Yeah, the
0: buzz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like is he is he like randomly picking up little like radio transmissions right. from travelers who are just like that place was fucking wild and not in a good way. You know how like a few weeks
2: ago I. You might—I don't know if you'd know about this because it's mostly on Twitter—but some fucking shithead from like wrote a New York Times op-ed about called like New York is over.
0: So, what, do you, what does that mean?
2: It means because I don't know—they were just talking about the pandemic and like whatever. But I—I I love the idea of someone like God finding out because you read a an op-ed <laughs> that was like Sodom <laughs> yeah, I saw and and in Gamora the Wall Street Journal over. that uh,
1: you know Sodom and Gomorrah. Because realistically, or no, really, it would be the New York Post. Snitching on yeah. Sodom and Gomorrah. But, God,
2: but okay, this is another moment where Abraham is cool because God's like, I'm gonna destroy that city, and then Abraham's like, Will you destroy it if you can find fifty righteous people? And he he even like talks back to God and he's like he's like, You're the most you're the creator of the universe. So like shouldn't I be able to expect the creator of the universe to be righteous and like not kill innocent people or whatever? And then he talks him down, he like haggles with him. He's yeah. like, Okay, can we do forty five? Can we say forty five people and you won't kill everyone if everyone's forty five people are good Okay, so we've established 45. Yeah, yeah,
1: This is the first portion I felt like where there's like a, a sustained questioning of whether the things that God wants to do are the right things to do um, over yes. and over again in different ways where like Sarah's kind of like, are you serious? You're going to make me have a baby right now? Like that's not going to happen. And then Abraham's like, ah, are you serious? Like you're going to kill all these people and kind of, as we'll see going on, there are a lot of these kind of moments questioning God. So I don't know. That was kind of a nice like richens the story a little bit compared to what we've had so far where it's like then god did this thing for no reason then god did this thing for no reason and then here's the lineage of 40 different families that have no consequences right i
0: i think there's two ways to to read it the way i like better and the way that makes me feel better is kind of a a prophet sort of interceding on this god and being like can we just can we put the brakes on for just a fucking second But the other thing is you could also kind of read it as like uh, sort of a a performance for themselves as like, aren't you the merciful God? Hey, look at me. I'm interceding and like going to save people because guess what? They don't find 10 people.
1: Yeah. Also, we never see God looking. It's just like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like that
0: DNC level of like performative
1: action (laughs) of where it's like, oh, we did Uh so good because we formed a committee to look at at reparations. Yeah. So and everybody decided that there was yeah. no
0: money for it on the fucking first minute that they convened. Yeah, right. So right. I, I don't he, know.
2: God agrees. Like, yeah, if you could find ten righteous people,
0: and then Abraham doesn't,
2: I'll look for save him. them. I'm, you're not going to find them because they don't exist. Because everyone in that I was like, yeah, sucks, I do agree
1: that killing like innocent, innocent people is bad. So I mean, if only. I guess what a cool thing to think. Anyway, I'm going to go. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's like,
2: well, Abraham, you have all the right beliefs. Now,
1: <laughs> you're a smart <laughs> young man. You're going to have a shitload of kids.
2: See you later. So then I guess I guess it goes from that conversation that God is having with Abraham about S- Sodom to it cuts to Sodom and to Lot's house. For uh, one of my favorite I think this is my favorite part of the whole thing is this this part's a fucking banger. Those two angels visit Lot, and they are met with an angry mob of people that want to fuck them. <laughs> well, that's actually. Um... I mean, listen. In the in the study guide, my mom gave me, it said like, "Oh, like these people wanted to do them harm." And sure, they wanted to do them a certain time of.
0: They to... wanted to pound that asshole.
2: Yeah, I mean. Listen, I I can understand that this whole thing kind of makes the argument of like, why did it questions, why did God destroy Sodom? And it, and it talks about all these, all these like basically capitalism and shit that I'll get into. But in the book, they're talking about sodomy. Like you, we can't, you can't get around that, that this was kind of like some OG homophobia.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's just so unbelievable
2: Um, And it's like such—it's exactly what a homophobe would write, like because
1: right. It's like, well, what if I went to one of these cities and then I came in and then the entire city wanted to fuck me?
2: Right. It's like (laughs) that's not going to fucking
1: happen anywhere. I love
2: love the idea that it's like a movement.
1: Yeah, it's like a mob. It's like a sex mob.
0: I mean, I don't know. I I think it would be we would be doing the overall uh, text and injustice by just saying that they wanted to fuck them. It's a big. It's a big rapey thing.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, they're busting I, down the door of Lot's house, being like, yeah. "Let out the angels." It's we not like they're gonna—they're gonna be like, yeah.
0: "Hey, like, oh, like, oh, now that we're all together, like, turns out I'm I'm really into this." It's no, it's it's a big rape. Model. Oh yeah, totally. which again,
1: yeah. yeah, it's just like super. It's like urban. It's like ancient urban homophobia to the max. Um and then in a fun just and then just as if that wasn't bad enough, lots like all right, I got to defuse the situation. Um, here, why don't I offer my daughters to the rape mob instead? Like that'll yeah, calm right. things down. He's like, everyone, everyone, relax. Like, look, I have two daughters who have not known a man. Let me bring them out to you, and you may do to them as you please. Yeah, but do not do fucking... anything to these men since they have come under the shelter of my roof. Unlike your daughters, it's real, real
2: gross. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, I, oh, I also so love bad. that. So the sequence of things is there's an angry mob got and they want to fuck the angels and got, and uh, Lot is like no 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 take my daughters instead and then the angels are like i got this and they like bring everyone inside and fucking smite the angry mob and make them all blind and, <laughs> yeah. but i love that moment afterwards where like Lot is like wow you made them all blind like sure wish i knew you could do that and i didn't have to say the whole do the whole daughters thing <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah, there's that no... could have
2: really could have been avoided. Right, yeah. I feel about like if I was the nothing daughter's... Nothing happens. That... Yeah. Nothing happens. They just know that their dad is a fucking sicko.
1: Yeah, right. Like, you can't really come back from that knowledge about your parents. Like, that's how much you're worth to them. But of course, I mean, they don't say anything, obviously. They're just, like, fully not in the text. The thing I wrote about this whole Sodom
0: experience is that, A, there's nobody good in it, but... Basically the way it happens in my mind is people saw them try to rape the visitors, Lot tells them to rape his daughters instead and the visitors solution is oh it's okay we're going to drop a nuke here.
1: Yeah, right. Like what's the overall lesson of this situation? Like uh sometimes bad
0: people will do bad things and every now and then it's good if you're, you know, on the other side of a of a nuclear arsenal.
1: Yeah, it's like Basically. overwhelming military force is sometimes a great way to deal with people. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, it seems like almost like an argument for kind of a like a sort of moral absolutism or something like that or just like yep. there's certain things that like there is no like you have to punish it with like oblivion you like you can't I don't know, which like you know, you could maybe argue that about certain things but just like this is a this is this is like trying to talk about that lesson on a premise that's just like so ridiculous that you just like can't even really engage with it. You know, it's just like Well, yeah, I'm sure if there was an entire city of people trying to, like, gang rape someone, then, yeah, you should probably do something to stop them from trying to do that. But, like.
0: But there isn't. There's no whole city. That's the thing is it even says it. I wrote this down, too, where he, like, after this all happens and Lot's like, oh, fuck, they're going to nuke the city. Like, I got to get out of here. He goes to his stepson's. And like the thing that gets me is again, there's no like knowledge like they don't say anything about the passage of time. So it's like we're assuming it happens right afterwards. So apparently his stepsons weren't part of the mob. Right. So it's like
2: those right. are, those are some like righteous like people. Everybody
0: Yeah.
1: And right he, and so like... he has two daughters at least, and he has two stepsons. He there's himself. So that's at least five.
2: The study guide my mom gave me basically said like God destroyed Sodom because they were all greedy and, like, obsessed with money and, like, had a ton of riches, and that's why they wouldn't let other people come through the town. And also, it said that they would rob the people who would come through the
1: town. Does it say that anywhere in the Torah? Is that just...
2: That's like... No, some old rabbi freaks said that, and then now uh, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Some old rabbi's sucking on hard-boiled eggs, like... <laughs> <Ew>. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I get the lesson that
0: they're trying to teach,
1: but... What I actually don't like, what do you think the lesson is?
0: Don't be bad, yeah, don't be bad, or like, don't be bad, or like, God will punish
1: you to the max, yeah. But I think it's a softening of what the reality is again. Like, this is one of those stories you kind of half know about before you read about it, but then just reading it and it's like, wow, this is so crazy, and then just thinking about the people who to this day use the word sodomize as if that's like a legitimate frame of reference. You know what I mean or that just means like you're accepting like this crazy story about like a a citywide angry mob of gay guys trying to rape people as like yeah that's really valid so I'm gonna make some laws and like talk about anti-sodomy laws yeah which is just like if you're using the word sodomize like that like oh man a that's a red flag Uh, honey
2: no
0: yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) or yeah in other words honey no
0: Okay, so here's something that happens right at the, like, good, fun, famous part,
1: which people say, you know, use... Wait, what good,
0: fun, famous part? Oh, when Lot's wife turns into salt.
1: Yeah, Yeah, God's like, don't look back at what I'm about to do. It's about to be fucking crazy. So this
0: whole fucking section can be definitely... There's a marked difference, marked, marked difference, in how God sort of responds to people being like, hey, can you maybe not do this? I mean, he tells Lot to run for the hills... And then Lot's like, that's really fucking far. Could I maybe go somewhere closer? And that's fine. And then Lot's wife breaks this very arbitrary rule of like, hey, don't look back at the the thing that is fucking crazy and you'll never be able to see again and gets turned into salt, even though everyone else has been bargaining for bullshit this entire
2: time.
1: Yeah,
2: I don't
0: fucking get it. That's where salt
2: comes from.
1: (laughs) Yeah. All of it. And that's why Himalayan sea salt is pink. Um, it's full of Lot's wife's because, blood Because
2: Lot's <laughs> wife was a girl It's yeah. full of flesh Because <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was full of cooties If um, Lot was
2: gay then it would be baby blue Yeah okay. no, for sure
1: <laughs> um, I feel like there's also kind of a creepy like authoritarian undertone To that where it's just sort of like When the supreme leader tells you what's gonna happen It's just like don't question it Even if it's like the most violent crazy thing you've ever heard of Like just don't turn around or I'll kill you too But again, but like what, what And then to the point like Where's so the horrific, line though it's so horrific that um then afterwards uh like Lot and his family seem kind of traumatized. Like they go and hide in a cave.
2: Yeah, and fuck each other, I would say. <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> that another thing two? too.
1: I want. I wanna be a little bit more clear. His daughters rape him.
2: I mean What do you yeah, mean? I mean I mean?
1: Yeah, what do you mean you mean?
2: Yeah. They They get him drunk. Yeah, they day rape him, I guess. It's Well no, actually def- the words that, that the um, the words that the
1: text use are again just a just a moment of uh prose craft. They say, ah, our father is old and there is not a man on earth to consort with us in the way of all the world <laughs> It's so like folksy and weird. Like, and now we'll do the the dance that they do from hilltop to valley bottom. <laughs> <laughs> just like, from Timbuktu Timbuk to Kalamazoo, <laughs> yeah, from the shores of Tripoli to the halls of Montezuma, yeah. Um, anyway, I just had to point that one out.
2: Yeah. So yeah, they oh. you know they get yeah. Him drunk. So they're like
1: both horny and traumatized after this destruction of the city, and then they uh, get their dad drunk and
2: yeah, yeah. lay That's with him car, in the way of all they the ride world. That dick.
1: <laughs> That's not how you're supposed to characterize this. And with them, also, they're like totally not. There's like no kind of righteous judgment for that, which is sort of interesting. Because that's I mark
0: I I noted that too. It's
1: bizarre. having sex with someone against their will is bad if like you're a gay guy trying to do it in Sodom, but if you're your own if you're doing that to your own family, using alcohol like roofing your dad, it's like oh yeah, so that's no problem. I did think it got especially creepy because it makes a point of
0: telling us that Lot didn't know it was happening. Well, maybe,
2: but maybe that was, like, the book's way of, like, covering Lot's ass. Like, that that was them covering for him. Like, he didn't do anything wrong. He just, you know, he was just drinking wine, and then all of a sudden he wakes up. I mean, uh, yeah, I could could see that
0: reading. But if we're just going to take that face value like we've been taking most of it, it's not... Let me put it this way. There's not a good version of the story.
2: Definitely not a good version.
0: Yeah. The fact that it happens in a
2: cave, is that really necessary?
1: I feel like there's a point when that happened to me. I was like, oh, what? Like, are they just trying to say that, like, all humans are bad and just do terrible things all the time again? Like, I don't know. It feels very like the world is full of sin and, like, even your own family members, like, if we'll you, drug you up and rape, sleep yeah. with one eye open or else you will cons- well, be also, consorted with in the way of all the world. <laughs> yeah. but this,
2: this, it also says that this is where moabites and ammonites come from that's very important
1: so if those is it, wait like, what's important about that i missed because it's I mean, not
2: no it's not but it is whoever wrote it that might have been their way of saying like you see those people over
0: there yeah well, those people we don't like they're weird incest oh, freaks 100 100
2: yeah. yeah they weird incest I like freaks and their mom raped their dad who was their dad so <laughs> there's no like a thread so i think yeah. running
1: throughout about how like your, uh, your heritage and your birth kind of determines your destiny, whether it's like, uh, you know, Shem or whatever, all his kids having to be slaves or like, you know, all these people being the child, the children of familial inset, like, I don't know. I feel like that, that seems like an idea running throughout that is like a little, I don't know, probably doesn't square up with most people in modern times that just like what happened before you were even alive, just like determines your entire life. It's
0: like soft it's uh what what's the what was the Pro, uh, Martin Luther uh the Protestant dude um, Yeah,
1: like predestination?
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's yeah. like soft predestination.
1: Right. Right, which there I or, mean there's certainly like I mean in a contemporary way you'd say like oh, you know, something like systematic racism or you know, what like even just like sure. public public health stuff or like, you know, what kind of house you live in, what kind of town you know stuff like that will like determine how your life is before you're alive but this feels a little different this is like this is like you're this is like almost like an ethnicity or like a tribe you know like it, it's you're almost, the tribe it's, of like the dad rapers
0: yeah and it, it has a very much a a like everybody's playing the lottery in terms of where their life goes according to god's plan but everyone's yeah. playing a different lottery yeah <laughs> you know what I mean like the family of Abraham and the family of Lot aren't playing the same game yeah they have their own special dice rolls and their own special rules for each each one of their things also I wanted to ask are we doing like a, a section for rewrites we could yeah we could. I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't there wasn't do anything, any rewrites I, yeah do you want to do it at the end or do you want to do it as it comes um, up um
2: has it if you want to, if it's come
0: up yeah, you have man, a re- 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 I have part? a rewrite, Yeah, I gotta, I gotta tell you guys a story, if I could tell you guys a story. Dude, yeah. uh, this, me- this is
1: a, a medium designed for telling stories, baby.
0: Okay, so, when I was, like, I want to say, like, 20 or 21, like, right around around that range, I was living with two of my absolute best friends in the world. So, uh, my friend showed me this this video, and I'm just gonna kind of, like, paint a picture of it for you. It's sort of, like, set in this, like, tropical area And there's a man and there's a a woman. They're both, like, pretty attractive and they're naked. It's And they're kind of on this, like, pier. You know what I mean? Like, bright, clear water, blue sky, like, very white sands. Very idyllic if you're really into, like, the beachside tropical thing. Um, And then the camera sort of shifts angles like it's a cut in, in, in editing. And the man is putting an orange bell pepper in the woman's asshole. Yep there
2: it is how <laughs> old
0: were you when you were watching this 20 oh it's totally appropriate okay no and then so <laughs> no 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 it's no. It's normal 20 year old stuff so basically what he what he does is he inserts it into this woman's asshole and obviously it expands to sort of accommodate the shape of the orange bell pepper and it goes into like i would say like a couple centimeters to like before the stem oh my wow yeah it's wow. impressive um that's one, word and then point. he pulls it out of like slowly, not you know not aggressive or anything like that, but he he pulls it out of her, and then, if you remember your high school physics lessons because of the air pressure increase that was <laughs> um, sort oh of generated, God. it's kind of like a vacuum seal in her cavity, sure, yes, <laughs> once the apex uh or closer to the apex of the pepper shape kind of breaks that seal again and all of the high pressure air wants to go to the lower pressure environment it kind of all rushes out in this big in 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 one fell swoop and sort of makes this sound Mm -hmm. and she seems very pleased with herself well that's and the reason yeah and the reason i bring this up is because if i were to rewrite this segment of the chapter that's what you would get instead because
3: there's a lot more
0: fucking valuable lessons <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> who's
1: who's giving and who's receiving the pepper it doesn't
0: fucking matter
1: it doesn't matter
0: because it wouldn't even have to be part of the rest of the story But there's a lot more valuable lessons to be learned in that video. I Just watched. the physics
1: alone way more important
0: than what then this particular then fucking two daughters getting their father drunk and raping him What do we learn from this the moabites fuck the moabites? Uh, yeah, Learn yeah, about true. air pressure learn about physics. You can learn a little bit about consent like What the fuck? You can learn about, hey, maybe if you, you know, play your fucking cards right, you can be like these two fucking beautiful people on a tropical island putting (laughs) produce in each other's assholes. Well, you
2: could argue that you can learn about consent from us, even though this story does not...
0: It frames it as optional. Mm, it
2: It frames it as bad
1: that they're doing this, does it not? Not really. It doesn't say so. Nothing happens to them. Yeah, I mean it frames it as like sometimes it's bad when you want to be intimate with someone and they don't want it and then sometimes uh, it's the foundation of a tribe.
2: Do you think do you think maybe it was the writers being like being like MRAs and being like see sometimes girls MRAs. rape guys like men's rights activists? Oh. That's fucking weird Isn't like. Is not that, that medical procedure? I don't know. You know what I mean though? Yeah. It could I mean, have been the writers being like, "See, it's not so easy being a fella either."
0: I don't know. I think society back then was so heavily in, in favor of the male population that I don't think they had to worry about that kind of thing. Right. I feel like yeah, <laughs>
1: MRAs probably didn't exist. Yeah, That's true. No, it does feel a bit like so. Sort of like non non male heterosexuality is just kind of branded as kind of dangerous in this. It feels like. It's just sort of like the gay guys, they're crazy mobs. They're going to bust down the doors. They're going to fuck angels. Women, they're going to like fuck their own dad in a cave. Like the only kind of sex you can really trust is like if a man wants to do it with a woman, you know?
0: So again, do you want that lesson or do you want to learn about physics with a bell pepper? I have to say
1: I laughed a lot harder about the, the bell pepper thing. That was yeah, what a wind up man. I was like yeah. where could we be going right now? Uh, shout out to uh, shout out to my friend
0: Elise, which also wow. by the way, you learn a little bit about actually how the the cellulose structure of the bell pepper is actually strong enough to withstand a good amount of pressure. All
2: right. Well, damn. So if you're putting that if you're putting that in the Torah instead like is are you going to just include a link to a video or are you going to like explain <laughs> yeah, it like seems, like the, experience. <laughs> yeah, it seems yeah. like the best the slash,
0: experience slash.
1: It. yeah seems like the best way to experience it left a mark that's a dude that's a fucking hell of a rewrite um, cool. so the
2: next we already kind of talked about this but um, Abraham th- th- gives pulls the Abraham special <laughs> yeah.
1: it's like the exact same scenario as the first time he's journeying around he's in a new kingdom to well there for a bit he and then knew, he
2: knew he knew what kingdom to go to. He was on the message boards talking to his other yeah. guys who do this. You know what I mean? He's part of a whole network of dudes who be rolling through town with their wife sisters.
1: Uh-huh. And, and then, then once again have, like he bamboozles the ruler and then God uh, comes down to this king Abimelech and says, "You are to die because of the woman you've taken for she's a married woman." I like him saying that with like
2: he's like has the like bridge of his nose in his hands it's like "Ah, you are to die because she was a married woman
1: yeah there's I feel like it's interesting too that he's really convinced that this king is gonna like kill him and kidnap his wife who is a hundred years old like really (laughs) oh my god yeah it's like come on I mean every time he
2: says like you are so beautiful yeah wait what (laughs) I didn't put that together yeah I mean maybe I don't know maybe
1: things were different or like People seem to live for quite some time at this portion. I
0: never even thought of but it. But just yeah, like she's 100. like 100
1: years old. Yeah, it, the idea of her having a child is laughable, but like she's also so hot that the king is going to murder Abraham. Though also she they seem like they're both pretty robust 100-year-olds given the amount of just kind of caravaning yeah, the they do. Yeah, traveling
0: around. Yeah.
1: I mean, a hard life breeds hard people. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, so then he just gets rich off the whole scheme. God's like I'm going to kill you. And I like, I didn't know. And then they kind of make it right. And they just, he just gets another big win. I would love, I just wanted to see
0: one verse of, of God, like breaking the fourth wall, being like, by the way, I don't approve of this.
2: That's so yeah. yeah.
0: You know, that's what I was really hoping for.
2: Yeah, no, he's doing damage control on behalf of Abraham, and Abraham is taking advantage of the fact that he has fucking God in his corner, which I guess I would do cuz God chooses him out of nowhere, so he's like, fine, but I'm going to fucking go through Egypt and act a fool. Fine,
0: but have <laughs> yeah. you have you heard about this this scheme where you don't actually sell products, but you sell like insurance, the ability to sell products to other people? Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: and then they throw in at the end that like in addition to just punishing this king who got bamboozled by the oldest trick in the book, the sister trick, um, that just God had closed up all the wombs of every woman in the kingdom, just also as punishment. Again, for Abraham lying to someone, I don't know. It just seems like seems like you're punishing the wrong people for that one. There seems to be a, a divine bureaucracy
0: where like, all right, well this this fits this criteria, so these people's wombs are closed
1: and then Yeah, the like big so, ones... well, somebody's gotta get closed, so Yeah, and then right. okay, He's the, like, the barren got out go. the womb closers. <laughs> yeah, right. Came all the way here just to close a womb or circumcise someone, so something's gonna have to happen. Then
0: they send a manager to like figure out the whole situation, and then they find something else where it's like, okay, we don't do the womb closing thing, and then this guy gets this, and then it's like, uh, hopefully you don't feel uncomfortable, and he'll come back to Sears.
1: Yeah, it's like that most f song where he's like, why do I need ID to get ID? Because if I had ID, I wouldn't need ID. This one, it's like, why do you need to close a womb to like, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, no, it's just. So when I was thirteen.
0: Yeah. It's gonna be another bell pepper video. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't want to hear about another one of your uh, another more of your media criticism.
0: Yeah. No, when I was thirteen, and I, I I I was talking about this as a pre as a pubescent young man for my mm, bar mitzvah. There was a quivering, um, just. I remember being a pretty good public speaker, no, but kidding. I could be rewriting my own history. No, I do remember because it struck me, uh, especially because like I'm I'm a child of. Multiple cultures, and my dad's not Jewish. I was definitely disturbed by the um, blatant xenophobia that Abraham sort of demonstrates. Oh, xenophobia!
2: Right. But it, is it even xenophobia if you're on their fucking turf? Then what is it? What's it? Cause xenophobia yeah,
0: that's just being a of, fucking asshole. <laughs> it's just yeah. being like a, a, a local phobia.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. He's but, like, yeah, I just kind of came to this place and like assumed you we were all just like you know godless motherfuckers. So anyway, here's my sister. You can have her as a captive. She's hundred years old. It disturbed me even as a as a, as, a, as a a
0: a teenager though, because there you know I've I've mentioned it before. Like there's a lot of very problematic aspects to the whole chosen people thing. And like I went to like a reform, pretty left leaning, you know, hippy dippy synagogue that my mom worked at but still it definitely presented to me even as a as a a young lad a very weird dichotomy that I couldn't shake of sort of how the Jewish community as a whole tries to and is in some ways successful and in a lot of other ways is not very successful to like integrate the idea of there being others amongst their midst Because the text and the teachings don't really account for that and actually actively kind of discourage
1: it. (laughs) Say more. So, like, basically, are you saying kind of like, you know, we're encouraged to, like, welcome the stranger and remember that we are a stranger in the land of Egypt, but also, like, everyone's really mistrusting of strangers and...
0: Yeah, like, we're taught to welcome them, but we're not taught that, like, they should make a home amongst you. Right, mm. you know what mm-hmm. I mean. I think and, it's like and I think there's that's, like
1: these hard lines that exist, but it's like when people cross over, you should be good, you know. Be a yeah. Nice and I host. think
0: I was sort of struggling with that as a teenager against the idea too of like, well, this is like the big role model, right? Aside from Moses, and you know, you're basically presented, or I was basically presented with a character yeah. that would essentially have a a a problem with my existence Yeah, and if they were to come into contact with someone like my father who is not of the the tribe is like oh the first thing he would do is try to con him
2: right yeah right or try to like yeah con him and then be like oh I didn't think I was conning you I just was protecting myself because I assumed you were a a real piece of shit right there's
1: like nothing wrong with deceiving people you don't know because of wrong things, because you didn't <laughs> know them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is like that's a bad lesson.
2: That's a very back bad, bad FID thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. How are you going to assume someone's bad and do bad to them when you can't even get inside the club? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a, a. If you wanted to look at it, the the port this section makes a great argument in favor of entrapment. <laughs> <laughs> like ah oh, you can just set people up for horrible shit because yeah, right. they might be hair cuz you thought they might right. be
1: bad yeah yeah it's, it's true. like those
2: police departments that'll like leave just like a pickup truck full of like brand new sneakers and some yeah. neighborhood, and then when someone steals them they're like gotcha you stole the sneakers yeah it's like okay well i'm going to
1: reel in my fishing rod and catch me a delinquent fucking
2: go home man
1: yeah it's, and what and what did we solve
2: we got we got the sneakers back from the guy that we left the sneakers out to catch. <laughs> um, I guess the next thing that happens, unless we have any more on the Abraham pulling his old tricks, is that Isaac, the famous Isaac, finally comes, and Sarah's first response is to kick out Hagar and Ishmael.
1: Right, and Hagar. The recap is Hagar is the um, was their maid, the slave. And- Oh yeah, that, slave. Sorry, I wasn't trying to be euphemistic. I just forgot. Um, yeah, and so like Sarah thought she couldn't have any more, or thought she was infertile for a while, and so she was like, "You know what? You should, uh, you know, lay with Hagar and have a son." And then she it immediately was her hated idea, them.
2: and then she freaked the fuck out about it. Yeah, yeah. And Hagar tried to run away with the son, and some angel slave catcher came down and was like, "No, go back." And then so she goes back, and now she's being fucking kicked to the curb again.
1: Right. right,
2: right. yeah, right. She, she
1: kept her around just long enough to get the thing she wanted, and then she's like, eat shit, <laughs> basically.
2: What did she even get, though? The son. She got Ishmael, but that's...
1: But and then the, she but like got like She never
2: gave a shit about Ishmael. It was huh?
1: like a false, or it was like a false kind of, or a loose alliance. It was like, well, you know, I'll keep you around long enough for you to have this son.
0: Do you remember last time how I thought it was funny because Abraham? What I thought was Abraham's leading personality trait is he kind of just doesn't want to deal
1: with things. <laughs> yeah. What can I do? I'm merely the founder of Judaism, only a prophet. Got a direct line. When
0: Hagar and Sarah are having this horrible—I mean, I would say falling out because that's how it's presented—but even in reality, it's just a, a shitty human being being shitty to another person. She uh, like
2: somehow finds a way to fire a slave.
0: Yeah. She like, But deal. Abraham's oh, God, response yeah. immediately is to be like, "God, you're on my side? Can you take this one?" That's funny. Yeah.
2: Although I will say for someone you say Abraham doesn't like to deal with stuff, but the whole the whole running through strange lands and doing like giving his wife to f- their king kind of is 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 a thing that he, oh, he So you're put, saying he's too busy to deal with it? No, I'm just saying that he he puts himself in situations
0: I yeah no I, I just I thought it's I thought it's funny because his his general reaction to like oh I need, I need to solve this thing is what
1: if I don't right. another but but an argument in favor of Abraham kind of just being a passive like what can I do kind of guy um, so there's this whole <laughs> conundrum happening. He goes to God and is like, what are we gonna do and God's like, don't worry about it. I'm gonna take care of Ishmael." But, and then he sends Hagar off into the wilderness without telling her. He's like, yeah, see you later.
2: Abraham sends her off without telling her that God Yeah, that, like, has her, a plan. that
1: they're going to be taken care of by God, which is just like so horrible. I mean, what more could yeah. you put this woman through? You've enslaved her. You've tried to yeah, like, disinherit her once. You brought her back. And then you kick her out again, knowing that she's going to be fine. And then you don't tell her.
0: That's part of what gets me about this whole thing is, like, was his conversation where he gets promised that Ishmael and Hagar will be okay is, like, all of his divine experiences at this point so mundane that he just forgets to fucking tell her, like, oh, by the way, God has a plan, so don't worry about it. Just keep walking.
1: Yeah. Well, it's you know almost I mean? like the text catches on to how cruel it is. Cause like Hagar is there just distraught. She abandons her baby in the woods and then it talks about her walking like a couple like arrow flight distance away cause she doesn't want to hear the sound of her kid crying as it dies abandoned in the wilderness. Like, I yeah. don't know, that to me felt like a detail of like, again, this kind of theme of like, I don't know, complicating God a little bit or making the action seem a bit like extreme almost. I thought that was just sort of an interesting moment. They, like, really, really put us there.
0: There's a lot of moments where it feels like the all-knowing divine deity doesn't really understand things until it's confronted with them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's a lot of points where somebody intercedes and says, hey, maybe this isn't the way it should be, and then this this god character is like, oh, shit, I didn't think of it that way. Or, like, in this case, like, Yeah, don't worry, I have a plan for Hagar, just send her on her way, and then, like, sees this, like, heartbreaking scene in front of what you would assume would be an all-knowing deity, and is suddenly, like, moved to do something about it. Yeah,
1: right. Well, but hey, I mean, we shouldn't worry too much, because then we learn that um, Ishmael grows up to be a bowman and live in the wilderness. Oh, yeah, so I mean, really you know, good I was thinking archery. about that,
0: and I wanted to. I want the part of me wanted to frame it as like, see, Ishmael even gets the short end of the stick. But I don't know that being a bowman in the wilderness is like that much worse or better than just being a constantly roving nomad.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
3: But bowl, at the very yeah. least,
1: it doesn't seem like he really gets. We don't. Really, gets he, he doesn't. We don't really see does. the nation that he's promised to become. They're just kind of like he lived in the wilderness and he was really good at plucking the old string. I
0: mean, but but maybe that like, maybe that's a good ending.
1: Honestly, in terms of dealing with God and Abraham and all their fucking tricks, like just being able to live and like, you know, hunt for your own food and not be killed arbitrarily, that's a win. Yeah, I agree.
0: So okay, we're about to get to the big fun one, the big famous one. Big I just fun. had one one tiny note I realized there's this one paragraph and I don't know what it's supposed to illustrate. Where he, the king that he tricked, he's still staying in that land, and he has like a little thing um, about this well that he dug. Oh, so yeah. basically, yeah, it's this really weird thing where there's not enough information about anything to know what the fuck happened. Yeah, you but can Abraham really see the seams. Basically, like either cons his way or buys his way into getting water rights from a well because he said he claimed he like claimed that he dug it. But there's no evidence in the text that he dug it. Whatever,
2: give him the well.
0: I don't know. It's just so weird because he like you know we're okay. We're done with Abimelech. We're we're done with the fucking king, right? We're done with all those those people. And then he comes back for a moment. The Bible makes a point of saying okay, and then this shit happened where he basically goes Abraham goes to the king again, and then it's like, hey, stop drinking from my well. Yeah. Like I fucking dug that shit. And then the king is like, this is the fucking first time
1: I've heard of this. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking I do about? I like that, that the king kind of says,
1: like, you just, like, why are you always doing this weird, sneaky shit? Like, just <laughs> be honest is, with me. What he does says, he say? What does the he king He says, said? God is with every, with you in everything that you do. Therefore, swear to me here, by God, uh, that you will not deal falsely with me or with my kin and kith, <laughs> uh, but deal with me and with the land in which you have sojourned as loyally as I have dealt with you. It's just like, yeah, it's just like just be honest. Like I know you're gonna kill me for some little prank. Like, just don't <laughs> don't do that. Um which I don't know. That's kinda why I dig this portion, because it's really just like Abraham and God are just like
0: just They both tricky, get called on their weird slick, shit.
1: tricky dicks. Yeah,
0: it's it's I don't know. I that that part made me laugh for that reason of of the um of it's the very first time in the Bible, I think, where you can hear that someone is tired of someone else's bullshit. Yeah. Like true
1: exasperation. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Where it's just like, what do you want? The fucking well? Yeah. I don't care if you dug Uh, it or not. Just, just, can you just fuck off? Be honest. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: I love, I love Abraham just going up to him and being like, I built that well. He's like, <laughs> no, you didn't, but you can still drink of it. Just also, go yeah, there's the
1: fucking audacity after pulling the sister trick and then somehow getting rich again off it. He's like, like now I can do literally anything. I'm just gonna do the well trick. Maybe he'll do it again for all we know. It's a new, a new con. Um, yeah, but then we well get to the kind of is- the, I feel like all this stuff prior, other than Sodom and Gomorrah, like you don't hear so much about, but now like the sacrificing of Isaac, that's some that's that's a big that's one, a big folks. Well, oh, I feel like it um, could be fun to have like um like a siren or like a warning when we get to just like a pivotal moment alert. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I don't even have that much to say about this. Yeah, it's that's the like, thing.
1: That's the thing, is it's sort of like It's
2: just horrible? It's just classic, like it's just such a classic case of like a story that we're told where it's like on it it's like okay on its surface it's horrible but you have to like try to extract the meaning from it and then when you think about it it's like no it's not just horrible on its surface it's not it's it just, it's shit all the way through. Yeah, I was
0: going to say, it's it's one of those fun stories where it's like, well, on the surface, it's really shitty, but if you get all the way deep
1: down into the
0: nitty gritty, you get to see that it's still shitty. Right, it's like, okay, <laughs> so sure. You it's bad, to but kill. have you
1: also considered that it isn't good? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, so the story is basically, God's like, okay, you have to go sacrifice your son Isaac, like, now I'm trying to test you, but you can't tell him. And then at the last minute, you know, knife hanging above Isaac's throat, God's like, actually uh you know you proved your loyalty you don't have to do this um and i feel like again or like the only lesson that you really could glean there is just that sort of god has a plan and to kind of not question the religious authority that much and just sort of like submit it's the worst fucking prank ever yeah again it's another person being just kind of like i don't know their, yeah, their body just... being like a pawn and something bigger and not really knowing why and then that just kind of being taken as yeah, a given. Yeah, it's just God it's like, testing yeah. the
2: waters of what he can get away with.
1: Yeah. Similar to it's Abraham with like, like, oh, the okay,
2: well. well, I can do that.
1: Though again, like, you know, God's been pretty good to Abraham. Like, all these fucking shenanigans have made Abraham kind of, like, worldly and rich and, like, wins wars and, like, has kids, even though he's, like, a million years old. And so God was, like, jump. You know, Abraham is definitely going to be, like, how high? That's Wait, true. so...
2: That's that's true. Like, so right before this, Abraham pulled a bunch of shit that God had to get him out of. Maybe they're just engaged in a good old-fashioned prank war. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God. Maybe it's not. It's like we're supposed to infer it and it was or seemed obvious at the time of being written. Because, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff in, like, both religious and historical texts where people don't write down these very mundane details because they just assume everyone will know this forever. Uh. Like Nimrod. Yeah, like <laughs> Nimrod. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, it does make me wonder if, like, implied in all of this, just because it's not written, is like, this is sort of not his punishment, but kind of a reckoning for all of this other stuff we just covered. Because I was thinking about Lot. And, like, the his whole side story, his side quest, if you will, in Sodom and Gomorrah. And there's not really any reason God does anything for Lot, except for the fact that he's Abraham's nephew.
2: Oh, yeah, it specifically says that. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. God doesn't really like Lot, he's just...
1: Yeah, he's just a legacy.
2: I love that Lot is just, like, this weird shithead nephew. <laughs> not as... Yeah. just a nephew, just... His, like, sister's son? Like,
0: what? I think, yeah. actually, man? actually, that might be the most Come valuable man. piece of information that this Bible has offered us so far is that if you were to get super rich and famous and powerful, it will mostly be your relatives who suffer the fucking blowback.
2: Who got super rich and powerful? Abraham. Oh, and a lot, but Lot didn't suffer any
0: blowback. Lot just—he did have his whole fucking life turned upside down, and then his home destroyed. He watched. He watched potentially millions of people and his and my wife burn in flames. Uh, got and, into his, and his wife gets turned into yeah. salt, and then his daughters rape him. Um, yeah, and like, true. That's all, and that's all because Abraham. That's all just because he's related to Abraham.
1: Damn. Um, and legacy admissions. Uh, another thing that's interesting is like Abraham fucking goes to the mat for the sodomites and like, don't kill them. Like there's some of them are good. And then God's like, yeah, you're going to have to kill your son. Wordless response. And he's like, yeah, he doesn't even, it's not even that he says, okay, he just doesn't say anything. It's like, and then he went to go kill his son.
2: Yeah. He's just like
1: bat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man.
2: I, so as I said, my mom gave me this book, from the nine, 1990 called a Torah commentary for our times. Um, and at the end of it for this chapter, it has questions for study and discussion. Can I read a couple of them?
1: Oh, please do. I've got a lot of um, questions
2: myself. Okay. Just s- s- strap in. First one. Are we as Jews obligated to offer hospitality to strangers? Were non-Jews justified in not opening their homes to Jews during the Holocaust? Are there situations when loved ones might be endangered that are, require us to refuse giving others hospitality?
0: It's a horrible framing of that.
2: No. Yeah,
1: wait. What situation? This was when loved ones were endangered and they weren't offering hospitality.
2: I don't know. Like to I the guess rapey I, people. I. Guess law. I don't know. I guess I don't know. It's some book, but I guess they're what they're the balance. They're trying to strike the balance of like being hospitable to strangers with like being protecting our prote- own. Yeah. Listen, I don't know. I wasn't even saying that we have to discuss this. <laughs> I, the main the main question that the main question that really stuck with me was. Um, the loadedness of it was, were non-Jews justified in not opening their homes to Jews during the Holocaust?
0: <laughs> this that... is, no, this is where I'm like... That's what, like a what, that's
1: what, an appeal to the crowd, just be like, no! <laughs> it is. I'm just trying to it's, fire people it's, up. It's very, it's very rabble-rousy. Yeah. It's so fucking easy. Well,
2: so what I'm picturing is, like, this book is being read in a group of, like, adults, like like Jewish families where it's like a bunch of like parents talking and then maybe some kids. You can just say nerds, it's okay. It's a bunch of fucking nerds, but bunch b- of pillars but, of the community. Bunch of fucking <laughs> salt pillars of the community. <laughs> yeah. Um but I don't know, I just love that the author of this book, like, put that question in to just get these Jewish parents, like, riled up. It's like a, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Throw some red meat, like,
2: s- say Wait, the H word. I, no, Josh, you, put, you bring on. up a good
0: point, though, because it's not even an accurate framing of this. Yeah. Where was the point where someone takes Lot in? Like, where was the point where Abraham takes Lot in? Yeah, or the I don't people trying remember, to demand to get into tra- Lot's
1: house are not facing a genocide.
0: Yeah, they're trying to rape some people. Listen, they're...
2: Like, early, they're just trying to talk about the Holocaust. Can you get off their fucking back? They're just <laughs> yeah. trying to make it about the Holocaust. I uh-huh. understand that. It was but the I 90s, it, man. We just wanted to Wait, talk can
1: about I read the Holocaust. This,
2: uh, there, can I read this other question that I thought was pretty juicy? Oh, you can um, do
1: whatever you want, man.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Since other people and religion in Abraham's time believed in child sacrifice, perhaps the real message of the story of Abraham's willingness to sacrifice Isaac Is to demonstrate that God does not require human sacrifice. If that is so, then what are the ways in which modern society sacrifices children? Can we protect our children from being victimized by the evil elements of the culture that surrounds us? Whoa! (laughs) So it's it's just basically I love this one because it's just winding up a a room full of parents to tell each other about like yeah I heard that the kids are playing this new game where they like choke choke themselves until they pass out.
3: Yeah right.
1: (laughs) Gets you high. Does get you high.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I love the pivot to just like, yeah, modern day freakouts. Like I just
2: love like, so this was a story of child sacrifice. How are some of the ways that your children are in danger at all times? Please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, know. It just right. it feels like this weird little like scope into like the tipper gore era uh-huh. of just like. Oh, yeah. Right. Always be afraid. Video games are making your kids Shoot people.
1: Yeah, like the world's gay. poison, and you gotta protect your. Yeah, boys. it's like the yeah. le-
0: it's, but it it has the same level of of like kind of relevance, and and kind of thoughtful understanding of what's happening around it as someone who like failed to be a dare instructor. I think it fits into part of the thing that's always bothered me about my experience with the Jewish community. Which is that I understand the mentality behind it, but I think it's constantly trying to fit this book around the problems that we come across. Oh, totally. It's the, yeah, all
2: you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail.
0: Yeah, where there's, I think, so many things that you could look to ancient texts to learn valuable lessons. And I think people do, and maybe they learn their good or bad things. But then there's also some things that maybe don't necessarily have the same kind of grounding in this ancient world yeah like the more things change the more things stay the same i get it but the things have also
1: changed does right. that make
0: sense yes. yeah and that's
1: why i think some of these like attempted parables just fall flat so hard because it's just like what were you i mean maybe you know so many thousands of years ago someone would have been like wow Speak powerful jaw dropping gobsmacking and <laughs> snaps tender Snats. mercy Snats. emanating but just i like say it louder for the people in the back <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is not that um yeah and then and then because no portion would be complete without some random genealogy yeah uh,
0: oh i can't believe i almost forgot that we have another round of bagat 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 yeah I didn't they're that. just
1: like in any way the whole sacrifice thing didn't happen and here are some more people who had kids totally unrelated don't know yep. who they are, don't know what they go on to do, but they got... The text wants you to recover from that horrible
0: yeah. example of child abuse as quickly yeah. as Abraham wants Isaac to recover it. Maybe it was like, it.
1: if you were a big enough donor to the project, like you got your name on a tile, like at the community pool or something, but... You got oh, your name... Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. big were, enough donor, you got
2: your name in the begat, begat, begats? Yeah. Yeah. yeah to like, to like the project, oh, if you were
1: like, oh, you know, like my family is going to sponsor this scribe, like please mention... You know how uh, Bethul and Jidlaf and Hazo and Pildash, wow, these are all, these are a little spicier names than normal. Like, Hazo. Please mention how we all fit in.
0: <laughs> the, 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 in the realm of biblical names to choose from, definitely go for the side stories. There's oh, yeah, those are all ones. the freaks. Yeah, there is some fun ones. As someone with an unusual name, if you were hell-bent on picking a name from the Bible, go mm-hmm. to the Begat, yeah. Begat, find Yeah, like,
2: that's where you go if you want to get weirder than Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, right. right. I mean, without Begat, 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 would we have Nimrod? Don't people call people a Nimrod?
1: Yeah, that's like if you're stupid, you're a Nimrod. They don't really say it, they just... I guess I mean it's he does seem like he's probably a himbo, but like they don't really they don't really explicitly say that. They're just he's like total... he was like a real fucking tough guy and like a man of renown. And, and that's Ruff why this was they... an
2: absolute himbo. Him
1: him rod.
2: Absolute just slice of mm. sopping man. <laughs>
1: oh my god. Um, yeah, that was a double cheeseburger. Uh so was of he of man. Um cool. So what do we say? Final verdict. Um, I'm going to um, vote well, uh, keep oh. it because it's really in the so bad it's good category.
2: Yeah, I'm also going to vote keep it just because I, and I didn't write this. I almost tried to like write some sort of script. I was so moved by the, the lot story is crazy. Just the angry mob and the angels, all of that shit is, is so good. I gotta I got to keep it.
0: I think <laughs> especially if you include my rewrite. I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah, we think keep we're it good. With rewrites. The only thing you gotta the only thing you gotta do is I'd like to, you know, maybe change the framing on a couple things so that we're a little bit more clear on who the villain and who the the hero is, because I think right now it's pretty
2: muddled. Well, know what I'm interested to find out is like well, I don't know. As we get into like Exodus and like Moses, I'm curious to see how Pharaoh is really framed? Because I cause right. Pharaoh, you know, you watch Prince of Egypt. Pharaoh is a villain. Yeah, i d- for all I, I know. I do like that movie a lot. I mean, I probably down probably down to rewatch it. Yeah,
0: oh, I rewatched it recently. It's great. Val Kilmer plays Moses and God. <sighs> wow um, so we're all- which is a very yeah. meta commentary i don't think they meant to do
1: and i um i feel like i one reason i like keeping it is it's given me a new lens to read it through which is just reading it as if it's like full-on like tabloid paranoia all the time uh-huh. but like morally it's just like always in a state of moral panic that makes no sense and it's like fully detached from anything that would happen so it's like yeah they're just like crazy gay sex mobs that are just like you know they would even go so far as to fuck an angel and so I'm just imagining, just like a greasy like New York Post reader, just being like, "You saying this shit? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's gone they, to the dogs." Yeah, yeah, I would,
0: I would say, I would say keep it because, um, especially compared to the last one, I think like whoever the network that they pitched this to was like hopped in and said all of the last episode was disturbing and depressing because the only. There wasn't a lot of, like, supernatural woo-wee shit happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I remember mentioning it before. Like, the supernatural woo-wee shit that happened last time is just God talking to Abraham. Everything else is, like, very plausible. Oh, yeah. Right. In terms of, like, very mundane, shitty behavior human beings are capable of. And we have, like, that... But with the network edits where it's like, well, we have a budget for a giant CGI explosion. So,
1: yeah, get that shit in there, buddy. Yeah. I don't care how you do it. Also love the specificity. I didn't mention this earlier of Lot's wife or being turned into a pillar of salt. That's kind of hilarious, right? I mean, it's <laughs> it just very like funny. He's you seating, use so many ways you could kill dad. someone. Yeah, it's like
2: <laughs> he's like kind of showboating. At that
1: yeah, point. no, that is. It's like a, it's definitely an artistic way to kill someone. For sure.
0: I mean, do you think Lot ever went back to that pillar of salt and just like, what am I supposed to fucking learn? from Yeah, this? we don't
1: even see him like, you know, hold the salt in his hand and be like, oh God, you know, he just is like, Jesus
3: Christ, my straight.
2: wife. <laughs> <laughs> he, maybe he maybe he made a dad joke and he he turned to like one of his daughters and was like, you could turn back too. I could use some pepper.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That actually hurt my heart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dude, you're giving Iani
2: heartburn. Should we say uh, allegiances? You know? Who's oh, team whose we're team we're are in? we on? Oh,
0: yeah. I okay, that's this one's easy for me. Like I have been I've been dancing around the whole thing.
2: You can't choose the people from the bell pepper
0: story. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm really on their team. Or the overall, Bell family, I just, you know. I uh, I, I I appreciate their appreciation for the Nightshade family of plants. Let me put that put it that way. Um, no, I think I'm team the king that he tricks.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'll the be most
0: in, yeah, the most innocent bystander who's just other than his weird harem, but yeah, well, other than his weird. Yeah. harem. Other than him but,
1: kidnapping a 98 year old woman.
0: See, that's the thing is, it's all so bizarre that like it almost seems like that was added as like, okay, but we got to make him bad. So we'll right. just recycle the Pharaoh story as opposed to if you wanted to look at it from a historical lens, probably what really happened is the first thing that Abraham did was try to like swindle him out of money and then he called him out on it and was like, "Up, oh, God's going to punish you," see? Right. So I I think I think I'm I'm on the side of the exasperated king who is tired of this prophet's mm-hmm. fucking bullshit.
2: I you know what I just realized is that I was going to say that I was on Team Lost daughters, not because of what they do to their dad, but because of what he does to them. Like, I never put yeah. it together. Oh, yeah. Just jumping back That's to that. interesting. Is that them, like revenge or just like yeah, all bets them. are off? They he offers them up to a bunch of fucking sodomites. And then they are like, we don't want sodomites. We want you, daddy. <laughs>
0: see, how, see how confusing and depressing this is?
1: We don't want to be raped. We want to rape. Jesus. There's Christ. a difference. Yeah. yeah, you can have that or bell pepper.
0: Fucking take your pick. All right, I think fine. it says I'm not a gonna lot pick, about you.
2: No, I'm not gonna pick Lot's daughters. I'm gonna pick the. I'm gonna pick the guy. There's a point in the Lot story when Lot is like, like you can't have sex with my these angels. And one of the guy says like, oh, like look who came into town and is already telling everyone how to live. You're on that guy's fucking side? (laughs) Not really. I just kind of love the chutzpah. I just love that Lot is like, listen, you can't come into my house and do the, like, terrorize these fucking angels. And the guy's like, okay, well, listen, we do things a little differently around here.
0: (laughs) So you're on the side of of the guy who, when Lot goes, oh, you can't come and do that shit in my house, the guy who responds with, oh, you can't do
2: that shit in my house. (laughs) Yeah, dude, that guy rules. (laughs) No, maybe I'm
1: not. I don't know. Are we supposed to be genuine with these? I'm no. not actually I'm a, I'm Team Ishmael. I think he Ishmael's
2: he, tight. Ishmael like is Ishmael. like the
1: Tom of MySpace. You know what I mean? I, Where like 'cause he just kept it cool and like didn't He just kept too it cool much. and just kinda of faded faded into obscurity.
2: That's, Ishmael absolutely is MySpace too. You
1: know, versus like Mark Zuckerberg's out here like, you know, having to defend democracy or whatever. Is he, does he actually... No, he's
2: trying to defend himself from accusations from that democ- he's
1: ruined democracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I just but, mean uh, the fact that, that, like, he's accumulated so much power and yet is such a doofus that he, like, now is in the position of, like, well, I guess I have my finger on the button.
2: No, okay. Here's what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a midrash, and then I'm gonna, my character's going to be the dude from that midrash, and the midrash is that in that angry mob there was some guy who just was like out and was like, I want to see what all the fuss is about. Like I like music <laughs> festivals. Maybe this will be cool. And then he goes and he's like, what are we protesting? And they're like, Oh, uh, he won't let us,
1: he won't let us run a train on those angels. He won't- who just Let out. us
2: run a train on those angels. And the guy's like, I don't want no part of that. And yeah. he goes home. Um, so that's the midrash <laughs> that I wrote. And, and then I'm- later gets nuked and later gets nuked. But he- oh I feel like
1: there's someone out there who has like a really, uh, you know how people are like, Oh, we're the daughters of the witches. They couldn't burn at Salem. Uh huh. Um, I feel like someone <laughs> maybe maybe like that type of person, that's yes.
0: a, that's an interesting take to that's have. That's like on a life. thing
1: that people say online, I guess. Um, it's like a Tumblr. Bio, maybe I feel yeah. like maybe uh, like someone could be like, "Oh, we're the we're the sons of the people. They couldn't turn into salt at Sodom." <laughs> I don't really know what that would signify, but I'm just saying. Yeah, if,
0: what 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 heritage are you claiming there?
1: You're just like you're like one of the good ones, even though the world's crazy because you're righteous. A podcast name for us could be Three Righteous Men. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it could be
2: Oxford Laughter yeah.
0: I would say if 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 I've learning anything from this book so far is that if a super advanced alien race were to come across our planet and decide that the best course of action were to annihilate it. I don't know that I disagree. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, should we, uh, who's going to offer our little good night blessing to all of Uh, our- I guess
2: that's, that's my duty. 12 million listeners. Saying the, or I, I recited the, did the summary, so I guess I have to do a blessing. He who summarizes
0: must bless. Can you lay us down some knowledge or some, some good, some, some good things to feel in these horrible, horrible times? Pop a
1: cork on some of that, some of that spirit.
0: My fellow Americans.
2: (laughs) (laughs) um we learned a lot today we learned about honesty and lying we learned about angry mobs we learned about homophobia but one lesson that we should always keep in our hearts is that you shouldn't do bad stuff and if you do bad stuff then that's bad and so god will hurt you But if you do good stuff Then God does the opposite of hurt you He helps you And you can help God By doing good stuff And it'll just It'll just keep going and going And it's like a snowball effect So, (laughs) you know, with that being said (laughs) Hail to the chief
1: (laughs) Oh man Uh, Nicely done Hail to the chief, baby All right
0: do you know that there's people who can't roll their R's? Damn. Yeah, one well, of my really good friends... Actually, the, the the good friend of mine who showed me that bell pepper video. So what, you need games. me to
2: donate money to them or something? <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: everybody's got a story.
2: <laughs> yeah, she
0: can't roll her R's. Yeah, come on. So she couldn't say, wow, that's a big old bell pepper in her asshole.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so did that, did that uh, affect the watching experience for you? Oh,
3: uh, man.